When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it'll get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash clay. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Thursday edition Clay Travis Buck Sexton show. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. I'm headed up to the Sweet 16. Buck doesn't even know what the Sweet 16 is as the NCAA tournament rolls on. I will be in New York City before uh, for too long for games tonight. Michigan State going up uh, against uh, who's Michigan State playing? Kansas State, Tennessee against FAU. I cannot wait for Madison Square Garden. That is where I am headed. And it's interesting, I'll be headed to New York City where, Buck, it doesn't appear that there is going to be an indictment of Donald Trump at least this week, which makes you wonder what might be going on with Alvin Bragg's investigation and whether there is now pushback emerging, given, as we have discussed on this program, the extremely novel and, I think, uh, frankly, likely to be overturned theory upon which he is trying to bring cases against Donald Trump. The data, again, uh, the evidence this week reflects that it does not appear that there's going to be an indictment this week. I would say, and I'm curious what you think about this right off the top, Buck, the longer we go without an official indictment coming down, the more I think it's fair to say there are behind-the-scenes shenanigans going on that are putting into question whether Alvin Bragg is going to be bringing charges in this case or not. Would you analyze it that way? Oh, yeah. I mean, d- delay does not favor the the decision here because, first of all, for a prosecutor, it, it just creates a further sense that you are uncertain because the facts aren't really in dispute here. That's what's right. so cl- That's what's interesting about this. It's not like, I mean... Trump, whether he had a Stormy Daniels affair or not, people dispute that. But the payment is not in dispute. Right. And really very minimal bookkeeping aspects of this are what people are discussing. So, yeah, the longer you wait on this one, if you're brag, I think, the less likely it is to come down. And this might be one of the biggest non-story stories in recent news cycle history. I do wonder what it's going to do for Trump. Uh, camp. Remember, he's official. He's a candidate. 
Trump fundraising. I've seen some of the text messages and emails going out on this to raise funds. Sure, yep. you've seen some too, Clay. They've probably, I would guess, they they will end up raising more money in the last two weeks of the first quarter of this year than they did in the entire rest of the quarter put together. That's just a guess, but they're going to have to make that public. We'll see. So that is there. Uh, we're going to talk with Julie Kelly, who has been phenomenal on so many of these legal-related issues. Uh, at one thirty Eastern, she will join us. We'll get the absolute latest there. Other things that are going on. Uh, we have got continued fallout over the absurdity of transgender men. I guess transgender women. That is men who are identifying as women continuing to dominate women's athletics. We're going to have some fun with some of the clips that are absurd out there uh, that uh, as this continues to become more and more of an issue all over the country, uh, the absurdity of it all continues to grow. Uh, but right now, as we are speaking, I believe there is a hearing on Capitol Hill surrounding TikTok, which has turned into a major uh, imbroglio uh, coming back from Italy, I'll 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 break it uh, out there. Uh, over what should we do about TikTok? Now, I want to give Buck for the audience out there a quick sort of synopsis of what TikTok is, because I am quite confident that this audience is not very active on TikTok. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make a, a a wild guess there, but chances are your kids or grandkids are on TikTok. Uh, and they probably are fairly active there um, because uh, it is wildly popular with young kids. If your kids or grandkids are ages, let's say, 12 to 17, there's almost a 100% chance that they are active on TikTok. I think that's probably the foundational power uh, base of TikTok in general, Buck. TikTok right now is where Facebook was in this country over a decade ago when people, when a huge number of people were on it, on it a lot, and on it for a long period of time. There are yes. 150 million Americans who at least sometimes use TikTok, but if you look at the the data, and it's, it's particularly popular among young people, it's kind of taken Snapchat's place. Snapchat was, I'm too young and cool for Facebook, but now TikTok is, I'm too young and cool for Snapchat. Um, but it has taken over. It is the, you know, the zeitgeist of social media right now is TikTok with 150 million U.S. users, and people sit on it, Clay, for hours it's and correct. hours. It is addictive. And, and I will tell you that your kids or grandkids use TikTok like you might use Google. In other words, they just go into TikTok and type in a query, a question, and then they'll just run with whatever the feedback they get there is. Um Buck, I don't know how active you are on TikTok. We have got Outkick does a TikTok account that I'm amazed sometimes we have videos that we put up. Some of them do 8 or 10 million views. I mean, it is unbelievable when one of these things catches fire how massive the influence can be. The difference, I would say, for those of you out there who might say, I'm never going to be on TikTok. Some of you are probably like, I'm fed up with Facebook. I don't trust Twitter. I'm not going to get on Instagram. I understand all that. The difference is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all American-owned companies. TikTok is a Chinese company, and the Chinese Communist Party has, in many ways, control over every Chinese company to some degree, certainly to a degree that doesn't exist in the United States at all. So the question that is out there and being debated today is, I think, an important one. 
what should happen with TikTok. You'll remember Trump tried to force TikTok's American assets to be sold to, I believe it was Oracle and was it Facebook or Oracle and somebody else that was going to buy the TikTok American assets. And then that thing fell apart over court rulings. Now the Biden administration is actually taking essentially the same position as Trump and demanding that this not be a Chinese-owned company because there are fears that China is using TikTok to spy on American users. So that is the backdrop. That is what is going on here right now. Buck, what is your perspective on what should happen with TikTok based on your knowledge of the app and where it lies in the larger social media universe? I'm... I'm a little bit of a dissident on this issue. I think that there, there's one congressman out of New York. I'm forgetting Jamal his name. Jamal Bowman, I think. Thank you, Jamal Bowman, who thinks that there's a bit of anti-China hysteria around this. I actually think he's right. And, I, and this is something, and I understand I'm out there on my own on this one. But first of all, let me, let me just make my case before people start yelling Buck at me. Sexton, left-wing New York yeah, congressman. Totally. Yeah. So so here's what I'll say about it. Um, first of all, if you're worried about uh, brainwashing of your children and, and also about politicization and weaponization, we haven't even touched. Okay, we've seen what's going on with Twitter. Thank you, Elon. We haven't even touched Facebook. We haven't even touched Instagram. We haven't touched YouTube. We haven't touched Google. They are far more powerful, far more influential, and as we saw during COVID and the 2020 election and other areas you look into, a much bigger threat to our freedom of speech, our freedom of, you know, democracy, whatever. I mean, it's, those are, for me, such a bigger a challenge than uh, the idea that China is going to be programming your kids over the next few decades to be anti-American and, and weak. Well, what do you think YouTube is doing, by the way? I mean, so that's my first, you know, that's my first line of, 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 uh, so your first line, and, and, and I think I agree as a parent is that social media is troubling to you. TikTok is not distinguishingly troubling to you relative to the overall social media environment. Yeah. I, I think that TikTok is not, and look, I, I'm not, I'm not somebody who's actively posting on TikTok. Um, there is a TikTok account that picks up some of my stuff, but I'm not, you know, using it that way. But I do go on there. They make a lot of great little videos about how to sear the perfect, uh, ribeye and other things. It is very addictive. I will tell you, be prepared to lose a lot of time using it. But okay. I point one, other social media platforms and anybody who knows anything about Google and YouTube would agree with me. They're, they're infinitely more powerful right now and more influential in online conversation, I think, than TikTok is. TikTok is powerful. Don't get me wrong. I shouldn't say infinitely, but substantially, substantially more powerful. The second point is, okay, so now we have the government saying, we don't like the content on a platform, so we're going to ban it. And I understand it's really easy when you think of it as the Chinese Communist Party. They are our opponents on the world stage, to be sure. And that's real, and I feel that, and we talk about that here all the time. But does anyone think the Democrats, that their mindset is, only on this one should we ban the platform that we don't like. Look what they did to uh, to Parler with Amazon Web Services, knocking them down. Democrats will always try to find a way to destroy platforms they don't like. And when we go along with them, which a lot of Republicans, again, I'm on my own on this. When we go along with them, you're encouraging that. You know, it's interesting. We banned Russia today in this country as the Russian cable news propaganda channel. And I kind of felt the same way. I was like... CNN is far more destructive to America than Russia today, but I understand foreign ownership. Third point, and maybe the best point here in my defense on this, on this issue. 
The, the plan that they have, now I have, I'm not privy to the negotiations and the day-to-day of it, is called Project Texas, and they're going to have all data generated by Americans on servers run and operated and owned by Oracle, an American company, and this would be in Austin, Texas, and only Oracle and the U.S.-based employees of TikTok would have access to any of those servers, any of those data, and would be subject to you know, audits and, you know, look at where the backup recording is going and everything else. Now, you could say those TikTok employees, well, you know, oh, they're just going to try to find ways to back where TikTok. I mean, other social media companies have employees that also could very easily backdoor information to China in that circumstance. Right. If you're going to say that U.S. based infrastructure and architecture is subject to Chinese espionage, I'm going to say absolutely. But there are plenty of Chinese nationals that are high-tech universities and everything else. So I, I don't see why, I, I guess I don't see why TikTok is so much worse in that context than some of these other social media companies. And I will say this, I am, I mean, it's like me, I think Glenn Greenwald, there's like five of us who take this position right now, but I'm one of them. Yeah, so I actually am on the flip side here. Um, and I appreciate and understand all of those arguments. I think they are, uh, I think they're solid. Here's what I would say. China doesn't allow Twitter. They don't allow Facebook. They don't allow Google. I don't think they allow Instagram. They don't allow American companies access to the Chinese marketplace to compete in their country. And so my position is just not even focused on TikTok in general. If China won't open its market for fair competition in social media, again, YouTube not allowed, Twitter not allowed. I don't think Google hardly is allowed. Uh, Facebook certainly isn't. All these companies are not allowed that are big social media behemoths in the United States. My thing is, if they won't let us have access to their citizens, and they're demanding that they continue to have access to our citizens, we're playing on an unequal playing field from a competitive basis. And so I would demand that TikTok either pull out of the United States or probably more likely sell its United States assets in some way in the United States. That would be that would be my position see, if see, I were right now on Capitol again, Hill. Again, I think that's a, a very also I think that's a strong argument, but we we all end up in this same place. They're talking about a ban to be clear to everybody. Yeah. I'm saying I think a ban is a bad idea. A I don't think forced- I don't think let me say this too. I don't think a ban would work, Buck. Kids are right. smarter than all of us are when it comes to getting access to tech. I just I don't understand how we would suddenly stop people from using TikTok. Uh, you know, I think a reasonable national security and and US interest compromise is if all the assets are based here, it's US personnel, American citizens, Oracle, the company that's backing up all the servers and data, not just for you and for your companies, but you know, for the US government in a lot of capacity, right? I mean Oracle could yep. be Amazon Web Services. Doesn't matter. Larry Ellison's kind of, a pretty big Republican for people out yeah. there who who runs Oracle effectively. Right. So I I'm not disagreeing with the people that say that TikTok something has to change about it. I just think this notion of a ban sets a precedent that I don't like is heavy handed in a way that's that's unhelpful. And I I, I think that also. You know, there are some areas where we're going to want to say, yeah, fine, the trade practices issue, certainly something we should address, but also, you know, if we're going to be shutting out external media from the rest of the world, 
then we're definitely going to be as a country in a position where we start telling other places, hey, you guys are so closed off and you're not allowing, you know, the global internet to be truly free. And they're going to say, you mean you guys are the ones who ban TikTok, right? So I, I don't like that precedent either, uh, over the long term. But I, look, I understand why there are concerns about it now. I also just think, I mean, I just think Google and YouTube are the, are the, are the big, this is the big dragon that nobody has stepped up to understand. They are programming your kids right now. They are programming them with anti-Americanism and they are American and they're here on U.S. soil. YouTube, and this is just me speaking as a dad, YouTube and TikTok are the two uh, social media apps that my boys spend by far the most time on. They're not on Facebook. uh, They're not on Instagram. They're not really on Twitter. And we try to keep them off social media in general, but they're on YouTube and uh, they are on TikTok. I think it's hard to keep them off both. Just by way of giving everyone a, a sense of the context here, YouTube has 200 million based us users yeah right so not tiktok is 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 up there but it's not quite in the same uh, at the same category yet so we'll see we'll see i also just don't trust the Biden administration so when they call for a ban i'm like i don't know what are you banning well you know what's funny is the biden administration politically is kind of in an interesting spot we come back buck we could mention this because they're overwhelmingly supported by gen z and Gen Z would be furious at the Biden administration if they take away, and then what do we say, Gen Alpha or whatever the next generation is, if they take away uh, these kids' opportunity and ability to access TikTok. I think it's kind of fascinating. Yeah, but but this is where you get a lot of Republicans and Democrats. And this, this is you listen to Republican members of Congress, and they're all hammered on this issue. By the way, I think they're much. Let's come back to this as well, Clay, because there are much bigger issues with China that no one is talking about and no one wants to tackle. I think this also becomes the, the shiny object that they can distract people with. But anyway, don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. It's just another trick by companies trying to hold on to your business. Instead, get a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just 12 bucks a month at 0% interest and no contract. You can cancel or leave Pure Talk at any time. Get a new iPhone, ultra-fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. Switching is easy, and you can keep your same cell phone number. Just dial pound 250 and say Clay and Buck, Pure Talk's U.S.-based customer service team will help you make the switch in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at $30 a month with plenty of high-speed data, all backed by 100% money-back guarantee. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck for this special offer. That's pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Making sense in an insane world. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833 833- 
995-G-O-L-D. No surprise, but do you know the number of abortions in states where it's deemed legal have increased since the overturning of Roe v. Wade? Sadly, unborn babies' lives are more at risk than ever, and that's where Preborn steps in. Preborn introduces moms to their precious babies through ultrasound. When a mom in crisis hears her baby's heartbeat and sees her or him on ultrasound, she is twice as likely to choose life. Preborn has rescued hundreds of thousands of babies' lives, and their network of clinics are located in the highest abortion states, standing strong for moms in crisis and the most vulnerable preborn babies. Five ultrasounds are just $140, helping to rescue five babies. Preborn relies on donations from us. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash buck. You will never regret saving a baby's life. Visit preborn.com slash buck sponsored by Preborn. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it before you see another health care provider. HealthLock.com. HealthLock.com. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. We're talking about TikTok and the possible ban. We've also got our eyes uh, looking forward, uh, looking ahead, I should say, to whether or not there's going to be anything of this uh, looming Trump indictment. also want to tell you that in the uh, second hour of the program, you may have seen this, uh, 500,000 kids weren't able to go to school for three days. Because the Los Angeles uh, teachers unions went on strike, demanding more money. I want to tell you a little bit about some of the uh, some of the individuals involved in calling for that strike and their politics and what's going on with teachers unions in major cities across the country. Which I think at this point, Clay, everybody should realize after what they did during COVID, they are villains in this drama of our lives in America. Teachers unions are not doing not doing the right thing by the kids. No doubt. Time's precious if you're a business owner, especially a small business owner. GetRefunds.com understands that. That's why they've developed a fast way for you to determine if your business qualifies for the IRS tax refund program, something called the Employee Retention Credit, or the ERC. You can go to GetRefunds.com to get started. Less than 10 minutes, see if your business qualifies for ERC assistance. Your business may be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee, Kept on payroll during COVID. GetRefunds.com already helped clients claim over $3 billion in refunds. They may be able to help your business too. No upfront charges. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Many businesses believe they won't qualify based off incomplete or outdated information. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. Only available for a limited amount of time. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. 
Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, Thursday edition of the program. Uh, I put up a poll question. I'm cur- I, I genuinely do not know how this poll question is going to go, but it's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Do you believe TikTok should be banned in the United States so long as a Chinese company maintains ownership? Uh, I do. Um, and Buck disagrees. There is a great deal of debate going on right here, right now. To me, it's less about China having ownership than it is the Chinese Communist government not allowing our social media companies to have access to their market. So why should we allow them to have access to our market? That's my angle. I do have concerns about spying and and all the algorithmic uh, ridiculousness that's going on. But I agree with Buck in that there's a lot of stuff that's being fed to your kids and grandkids every day to make them think that America is awful from American-based corporations. So the idea that China is going to do something different than what YouTube or uh, or Twitter, before Elon Musk bought it, for instance, are doing, I, I question in general. I mean, if, if you went back and looked at the, the whatever it was, $100,000 spent by Russian bot farm accounts in the 2016 election, and you, and you looked at most of it, I mean, you could tell this was written by some guy in a basement in Belarus on behalf of, you know, the Russian uh, equivalent of the FSB or something. I mean, th- th- it was th- it was ridiculous. It was like, no vote for Hillary 2016, vote for Trump. I mean, it was really clearly like translated from the Cyrillic into English by some translator program. <laughs> and they also spent almost no money, which anyone who has ever bought ads on social media, when you see they spent like $120,000. It's almost impossible to have sure. any impact on Facebook at 120k. But by the way, I would say on on this issue of TikTok, I'm certainly persuadable, and I'm very yeah. aware of the espionage. Um, that's not only I mean, you worked in the because, CIA for for God's sake. Right. I mean, I think you're probably I'm, more aware than almost anyone. If if people understood how much has already been stolen from American companies in terms of proprietary technology, yeah. sensitive personal information, uh, massive hacks. Of, of terabytes upon terabytes of the most sensitive information you can imagine. That's been going on for 20 years. So yeah. I just, you know, oh, it's it, it, this is so bad because TikTok is going to be this, this portal to all of our data and information. The Internet is the portal for your data and information because the Chinese are hacking every company they can of value and stealing everything of value they can, and they've been doing it since Clay and I were in college, or Clay was in college and I was in nursery school, but (laughs) close enough. I will tell you this, Buck. I had a conversation recently. I meant to share this with you because I thought you would find it intriguing. These algorithms are constantly feeding kids all sorts of different videos, all sorts of different content. Do you know I talked to my kids' friends recently? These are kids, you know, like 10 to 16 years old, kind of in the window. I've got an 8-year-old to a, to a 15-year-old. Do you know who the number one most influential person, at least according to the focus group that is my kids and their friends, is right now on any of these social media platforms? Mr. Beast? He's up there. It's actually Andrew Tate. They all see Andrew Tate videos all the time. Wow. And I think this is, this is, look, I'm, Can I I'm just giving you some, like a, yeah. You know that the, the Andrew Tate clay, they just extended another 30 days in prison without charge so they can find out whether he should be charged. 
Yeah, it's crazy. This is going into month four of this yep. guy being held in a hellish Romanian prison. If they, if he was so guilty and there was such bad stuff, they need four months to come up with whether or not they're even going to charge. I mean, this look, I was going to say it. America is not great with the justice system. You don't want to get arrested anywhere else, though, I can tell you. I want to tell you that this is like a 10 or 15 or maybe even 20 year prediction because these kids and these are boys, right? I've got three boys, so I'm talking to boys. I'm not saying what girls are seeing. I have no idea. I don't have teenage girls or young girls or anything like that. So I'm sure they they get fed different things on the algorithm. I think that these young boys today, and I'm talking about this as a, a dad of three young boys, I think that they are told that they are awful as men, right? And I mean awful as men when they're like seven and eight years old, that a lot of them are rejecting what they are being taught in school and desperately seeking out masculine figures that do not apologize for being men. And I think there's a desperate yearning to say nothing of young boys who are growing out, growing up without masculine influence in their household, right? Maybe they're getting raised by grandma. Maybe they're getting raised by mom. They don't really know what men are like. That's a huge percentage, unfortunately, of young boys in this country. And interestingly, Buck, what they show is young boys suffer far more from the absence of a father in the household than young girls do. When they look at what outcomes kids have, girls tend to be far more resilient. Maybe it's because there's a mother figure and they can see someone exactly who they want to live up to. Boys are desperately yearning right now for male authority figures to teach them that it's okay to be a boy. And I hear this now not from only so it, many of these. It, yeah. It's not only okay to be a boy. You should be proud of it. You yeah. should be proud to become yeah. a man. Correct. Young men are looking for people to pattern themselves after that involve strength, that involve courage, yeah. that involve the kind of person that anybody would want to have around, anybody would want to work with, be near, uh, have in their community, have in their society. And we are being, there is an active program to demascul demasculinize us, if that is a word I can use. And we can all see it. I, I just on, on the TikTok issue again, to bring it full circle, I think one of the things here that isn't being um grappled with seriously enough clay is that the the algorithm is meant to be entirely addictive based on what you watch yeah how long are you on it how th th that i mean it's pretty clear and what that's they where do. andrew tate is taking off on tiktok too buck is that's where a lot of these kids are being exposed tiktok and youtube he is i think the most popular uh the most popular figure on these apps so well, he was when kicked people... off all of them as you know it's it's pirate accounts yeah, are putting, that's right. They're grabbing are taking, things that he said yep. and sharing them, and then they go viral. So, so he's he's still very Tate is still very much in the in the minds of particularly young men who are. By the way, that's the apparatus wants to control young men more than anything else because who's really a problem for you in society when the when the young men all get upset with how a society's going, things can happen. They want to be controlled. They want them docile. They want them to shut up and do as they're told. Right. That's. The people that are telling you to eat the bugs, have low tea, cry all the time about all the bad things your ancestors did or didn't do, whatever. Those people want you to be ashamed of your masculinity. But I just think on the, yeah, the, the, the Tate, there's some of that that's happening on TikTok. But Clay, they keep saying, oh, they're going to brainwash our kids. The brainwashing is already occurring. And what TikTok is actually showing people, if you get on it and you start to pay attention to it, is what American youth 
through their schools, through their entertainment, through what they want to see more of. Yeah. People seem to think that this is just like, there's not some Chinese Communist Party figure who's showing up who's like, America is very evil and like, you should hate America. They're showing people things. Where does all the libs of TikTok stuff come from? Obviously, in the name, they're showing what's already happening in this country and kids are being trained to believe by the society around them. This is what I want to see more of. This is what I believe in. This is so it's a mirror in many ways to our current problems, as it is also, I think, a, an, an issue for long term programming and CCP intervention. I'm not saying that's not a risk, but right now it's showing us how actually destabilized a lot of America's foundation has become. I saw a quote. There was a good New York Magazine article. I need to send you the link, Buck, uh, that I read while I was over in Italy. You know, late at night, everybody's in bed, asleep, you're getting ready. Um, and I'll kind of scroll through and be reading all sorts of different stuff. And there was an unbelievable quote from a left-wing mom in Brooklyn. Uh, and he, I just wanted to read this to you because I think it's so great. Uh, as Tate was blowing up, this is her kid. Well, I'll tell this story when we come back, and we'll yeah. also take some of your calls because uh, I, I think you guys are going to really enjoy this story. Some of the quotes from this New York Magazine article are pretty incredible about Andrew Tate. But what I would say as we go to break is, there is a desperate desire for masculinity in this country, and kids are craving it, young boys, to a degree that may never have existed in this country before. What figures are going to fill the void in their lives that they want to emulate? It's a big question. I think for a lot of them, it's become Andrew Tate, which is fascinating in and of itself. But I'll read these quotes, and we'll discuss. We'll take some of your calls when we come back. In the meantime... Tunnel the Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's heroes have made for us. Heroes like U.S. Air Force Senior Master Sergeant Israel Del Toro Jr. He promised his father he'd take care of his family and his son, that he wouldn't grow up without a father. When his Humvee exploded in Afghanistan, he suffered severe burns over more than 80% of his body. With only a 15% chance of survival, Del Toro focused on the promises he made. Later, he became the first fully disabled airman permitted to re-enlist and a gold medal winner in the Invictus Games. Now he shares his story to help others. Thanks to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation and your generosity, Del Toro received a mortgage-free home. Uh, it's a mortgage-free smart home, too. So important. Home has a variety of features to help him live more independently. You can help heroes like Del Toro when they need it most. Both Buck and myself donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers. Please do the same and join us. Go online to T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Get to know the guys outside the issues. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck, a new podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. 
The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. If babies in their mother's womb could speak, what would they say? In the absence of words, they share the sounds of their heart beating, telling you they're alive and growing. An unborn baby's heart is already beating at just three weeks. By five weeks, you can hear that heartbeat on ultrasound, and that's where Preborn's network of clinics step in. Preborn is the country's largest provider of free ultrasounds, and every day they rescue 200 babies' lives by connecting expectant mothers and children. Those are pregnant mothers deciding on life or abortion. Most often, they choose life. For just $28, you can provide one free ultrasound to help save a child's life. $140 will help rescue five babies' lives. Donate via cell phone. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Visit preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Preborn has a 100% charity rating. Sponsored by Preborn. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it before you see another health care provider. HealthLock.com. HealthLock.com. Welcome back to Play and Buck. we got a bunch of lines lit up. People fired up about this one. I think on a number of fronts. One, because when it comes to TikTok, we all know that social media has massive... You, you can opt out, and when it comes to TikTok, I would, I would wager 99% of our uh, esteemed and beloved radio audience is not actively on TikTok. Maybe 90, 90 but 95 to 99 percent um but 150 million americans are they're overwhelmingly very young it is left-wing dominated you would and i i did try to post a little bit during covid clay i got shut down couldn't talk about masks couldn't you know i i got strike so it was just as censorious on covid stuff as as the other platforms um but i think people it's really affecting because they realize something's going on with kids Kids will sit. I mean, I see this in airports and restaurants. They will sit and they will go through TikTok for an hour, two yep. hours. They'll, they'll just sit there, just going through, going through, going through. I mean, and you know, look, people said the same thing about Facebook when it started out. And Facebook was very sticky, so to speak, as a platform originally. People spent, you know, tons of time there. The average was like two hours a day on Facebook. I haven't, I mean, Facebook has fallen off tremendously from what it used to be. Anyway. We got. Do you want to get some of these calls? Because people are yeah. Fired but let up. me read this. Let oh, me read this quote oh, from Andrew yes, Tate yes. from this this We're story. We're also going to pull some it. some Tate audio so people can hear some of the stuff. Go ahead. If you if you aren't familiar with Andrew Tate, um, we will kind of familiarize you with it. But he is 
as popular if you are if you have a kid 12 to 17 years old there's almost a hundred percent chance they will know it um and here as tate was blowing up this is a a left-wing mom who becomes concerned that her son is becoming a huge fan of andrew tate as tate was blowing up ruby made the connection and grew concerned even more so when charlie told her tate was being interviewed on tucker carlson and suggested they watch together Funny, this I, this is the quote that I thought you would love, Buck. She and her husband said no. Here's her quote. I'm like a Brooklyn far-left person. If Tucker Carlson interviewed Barack Obama, who's probably my favorite person on earth, I wouldn't watch that. Charlie, her son, tried to explain, which I love that quote. Charlie, a Brooklyn mom, Barack Obama is her favorite person on earth. Charlie tried to explain, saying that uh, liking Tate had nothing to do with politics, but he would watch these videos all the time. His mom said one of the things that she noticed was he became far more self-reliant and he started doing push-ups and sit-ups all the time because that's one of the things that Andrew Tate argues is you have to have your mind and body physically strong. And what is interesting to me, Buck, is as you talk about what's being banned and what kids are seeing, boys, young boys, are being influenced by people like Andrew Tate that might be different than who you think they would be influenced by. And some of the t- lessons of Andrew Tate, I 100% agree with. Yes, Many well, also, I think it's interesting that they hold everyone to this uh, th- this standard that, you know, they'll, they'll say, well, do you agree with this? And they'll pull something where Tate used to be, as he was becoming a more famous individual, um, they'll pull something where he said, uh, you know, he said stuff that was, for, for me, would be, would does cross the line. It's something I wouldn't. No one's saying that you agree with that. You know, you, you there are other people who agree a hundred percent with anybody, right? right? It's like, that, like you know, Charles Barkley has some incredible phrase. Mike Tyson, okay, yeah, Mike Tyson. Everybody has a plan till they're punched in the face. A brilliant and timeless phrase. Yeah, that doesn't mean that I agree with everything Mike Tyson says, everything yeah. Mike Tyson does. You know, Mike right. Tyson's past, but the man does have some wisdom that has been passed on to a whole lot of people. So I think it's interesting that they do this thing. Where when you say, well, I like the following tenets of Tate, if you will, they say, well, he did all this other stuff. Or they say he was involved in, uh, in webcam businesses, for example, which, you know, if you read any stories, yeah, I think that's gross. I think that's yeah. exploitative. I oppose that a hundred percent. But does that mean that I have to say he's wrong when he tells somebody to do a lot of sit-ups and push-ups and be a man and defend women? You don't have to, like, I, I no, think it's I interesting mean, because I mean, I the other is, who else is saying this stuff? And, and and what strikes my kids and what they respond to so well and their friends, Buck, is they live in such a fear-laden society that Andrew Tate is one of the people out there saying, you need to toughen up, you need to be able to handle difficulties in life because the real world ain't all you know rainbows and unicorns. Yeah, uh, I think that's, and especially for young men these days, I, I, I want to say we, we got the Tate clip. Here is just... Uh, the kind of stuff that Clay and I are talking about when we're picking and choosing from what he says that has some wisdom to it. Play 29. The baseline of masculinity as a whole is the thing that makes a good man a man is that he does what he doesn't want to do. He doesn't want to work and he works anyway. He doesn't want to go to war and he fights anyway. He doesn't want to get up. He gets up anyway. That's the whole point of it. We didn't want to die in the Titanic. Guess what happened? We died in the Titanic. You can't sit there as a man and say you don't feel like it. You're not allowed to not feel like it. You're supposed to do it anyway, regardless. So... I sit here, I say that people need to hear that. Yeah. That's, that's important. Young boys need to hear, for young I, I, men. It's a great message for young men.
And and you sit here and you say, okay. Also, I want to, you know, if if it wasn't Biden, if it was Trump in the White House, I know it's Romania that's holding him. The timing does seem suspicious to a lot of people. Would there be a black U.S. citizen, which is Tate is a U.S. citizen, by the yeah. way. Would there be a, a black American held in, like, the Romanian gulag for months on end with no actual presentation of charges without a word of protest from the State Department? Really? Just think about the way Brittany Griner was defended in Russia compared to the way that Andrew Tate is being defended in Romania. I mean, Brittany Griner admitted that she took drugs into Russia because she's a black lesbian who voted for Joe Biden. The entire Democrat apparatus demanded that she get out of prison. Andrew Tate, American citizen, mixed race, like you said, dad's black, mom's white. It's almost like nobody cares that he's being held with no charges in Romania. Seems kind of counterproductive and and also hypocritical. It's like they're not going to trade the Lord of War for Tate, are they? Remember that? That's what they did. Victor Bout, they decided to make a trade. There's no trade going on here, but also there are no charges because he's being held indefinitely in a Romanian prison, and he maintains he's 100% innocent. And a lot of people are saying, are there politics behind this decision that we're not even seeing? We'll look into more of this. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 